welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. Hi, I'm Liv, and I'm here because Robert Patterson, aka Edward Cullen himself, is in my hometown right now. You have stolen exactly what I was going to say. I'm Katie, oh! and Robert Patterson's in our town. It's so exciting. He's in our town. Well, city. Yeah, he's in our municipal city that we don't live he's in. in we're, not, municipal we're not doxing city. ourselves. We don't live right in the center of town. <laughs> You'd never find me on a map. <laughs> Yeah, we're in outskirts of where he is, but still, it's so yeah. exciting. I'm so excited yeah. to watch like the new Batman film and be mm. like, and I know there, and I know there, and right. I know there, and I know there. How exciting! I do love seeing places that aren't London in films and TV. Absolutely. So this is chapter nine, Port Angeles. I just want to start mm. by putting a contact warning on. Me and Liv are very sensitive yes. for this kind of thing as well. But this is the Port Angeles chapter where Bella meets some bad dudes and Edward reads their mm. thoughts. Uh, there's not going to be anything mm. graphic, but if you want to avoid mentions no. of sexual assault, etc., we won't mind if you skip this one. <laughs> yeah, I will put the uh, times when we talk about it, I will put those in the little description-y thing. Yes, good idea. Just for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> let's do this. Let's go, let's go, let's okay. go. So, so we start. Mm-hmm. Edward's worried that he's too sparkly. <laughs> Difficult life. Like... It's very hard. <laughs> right, okay, I'm not being funny, but like, I swear to God, if anyone looks at me on a daily basis, they would think that I'm a vampire. I know. is covered in highlight. She looks so cute, like, day to day. Yeah, it's um, so cute. She does be sparkling. Yes, but also, like, what a life to lead where you're like, oh no, I drove into town to stalk my not-girlfriend too early and now I have to wait in my car. And he does wait in his car for a long time. It's a bit weird. Alright, so he's too sparkly to live, so he waits in his car. All day, day. just round round the whole town. It's not a good time. Just a lot. But then he, like, um, finds them dress shopping, and there was a bit that I, like, that Jess is there spinning around, being an Mm -hmm. absolute princess. Like, it's really cute. Angela's like, yes, babe, you look amazing, because Jessica and Angela Yeah, we love. Good for them. Mm -hmm. I've decided. Um, Good for them. Um, And then, you know, he... Edward has his whole thing about Jessica still, which is really dumb. Yeah. We'll go into it. Um, then he, like, finally realises <laughs> that Bella's missing and isn't with them. After just watching Angela and Jessica for ages. Yeah. Yeah, like, a good while. Then it's like, oh, wait, where's Bella? <laughs> um, and then he's like, oh, well, I'll just go snell every single bookstore in yep. town until I find yep. her. Like some sort of perverse Prince Charming. <laughs> um, Which bookshop will fit? Oh, it's that one. Like my own personal friend of heroin. <laughs> I wish so. He smells all the bookshops. And, As one uh, does. Then he, he finally finds her. Alas, she has gotten lost. Which, you know, fair enough. Yeah. We all, we all, we all do it sometimes. <laughs> and, um... A group of creepy men have found her. Yeah. The main one's name is Lanny, which took me out of it. <laughs> I know, but it's such lie. a stupid name. I was like, okay, right, Lanny. I know, um, it took me out of it as well. They pursue her for a bit. It's a bit gross. Edward finally zooms in in his Volvo and is like, get in the car. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> his Batmobile just zooms on in. Phew! He's like, get in the car, and she's like, okay. Um, she gets in the car. She's not freaked out. He's freaked out because she's not freaked out. Yeah, but that's why I've been. This whole back and forth. Yeah. 
My brother is simply vibing. He's like, may I take you to dinner, Miss Swan? Except for in like a really threatening way. Yeah, it's bad. Um, we'll get into it. Um, so they have their dinner. Uh, he admits that he can read minds um, mm-hmm. because she's like, so well, you can read minds. And he's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> just actually say it. It's really funny. He like dances around it. He dances it. around it. But then like later on, he's like, well, I was following you in Jessica's mind. And she's like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Um, he forgets he's hot, which I think is very funny, yeah. and I do think we should take a good while to discuss that later yeah. on. Um, they drive her home. Yeah. So. Oh wait, no, he doesn't drive her home. They just got in the car. They just get in the car. The they don't go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, first no, off, no should we start favorite line? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, mine's poetic again because mm-hmm. I'm a little romantic child. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, Katie always goes for like the fun meme ones. I think that's really great. And I'm just here like the prose is fantastic. <laughs> it's balance, isn't it? Okay. <clears throat> so this is when they're in the restaurant. Suddenly, as she ate, a strange comparison entered my head. For just a second, I saw Persephone, pomegranate in hand, dooming herself to the underworld. Which um, now we know why the cover is pomegranate. Yay! Wonderful. Explicitly there. Like we could all guess it, but it's nice that it's mentioned. I guess. I think it's pretty. I also like the um, kind of subtext there. Mm-hmm. Permit me to English student, mm-hmm. right? I like the subtext because basically it's also widely accepted in some interpretations of the myth that Persephone straight up gobbled those pomegranate seeds, bro. She was like, I get to stay. I get to stay in the underworld with this man, his charmingly huge dog. Which Slurp up them seeds. I would too. I would too. I respect her for that. Yeah, me too. I'm like, you need to tell me I get a little break from humanity for half a year. Oh, my God. Then, Wouldn't we like, all take that right now? <laughs> oh, I just get to chill with my handsome death husband. And, <laughs> like, I mean, he's not, he's, Hades is arguably the best. Yeah. I might be a bit coloured. I'm really into Lore Olympus at the moment. It truly depends at which interpretation you read. Yeah. <laughs> the nice, fun interpretations <laughs> where he's just some guy in the underworld. Fine. Like... Some of the ones <laughs> less. He's just a lonely man. Yeah, I choose to be romantic. Yeah, choose the fun ones. Why not? What's your favorite line? Oh well, mine is the iconic from Twilight line. Do I dazzle you? <laughs> <laughs> Do I dazzle you? Is the best line in most of Twilight. I love it. It's so yes. stupid. It's that he just comes out with it, and then he's like, "Oh god, that was a stupid thing to say." Oh god. I know. <laughs> know the way that you're meant to hear it which is supposed to be like flirty and like do i dazzle you <laughs> in the film and in this book it does not come across that no way. well it's he like, fully like, panics I, afterwards he's like oh god do i do i do i dazzle you <laughs> it's like it's a bad thing i know and bella's so but, cool she's like frequently and i'm like yeah i go you oh, get it she's so oh my god i Every single chapter, I love Bella more. I know. And I also hate Edward more. I know. I didn't have particularly strong feelings on Bella when I read this for the first time. I also read this for the first time when I was 11 and just using Bella to, like, self-project onto. But now I'm like, I love her so much. She's so cute. She's so cute. I just... Also, fun little tidbit that actually isn't in Twilight. Mm -hmm. When Edward asks Bella to dinner with him Mm -hmm. and Jess is like, oh, no, we already ate. We can't stay with you. Yeah. Bella winks at Angela. I Jess. know, ooh la la. She winks at them and is like, "Hey guys, I'm going out with Edward Cullen." Wink, wink. I know. Like, Good for her. Jess and Angela definitely had the most intense sleepover. That Can night. you imagine the like, drive home? How exciting! Oh my god, 
Well, they were both freaking out. Well, obviously, because you can see into their minds, they're both freaking out. <laughs> can we talk about him um, hopping between their minds and then Angela's getting changed and he's like, oh no, I must hop out of her brain for privacy. And it's like, yes, Edward, and also all the other times that you've been in there, hop on uh-huh. out some. Come on, out you get. <laughs> yeah. He's... Well, I mean, I really like that bit because basically he like looks into Angela's mind and he sees Jess spinning in front of like three mirrors and I was like, oh my god, she's a princess. Like, she's so cute. Good for her. Like, I genuinely just think Jessica Wright is adorable. Yeah. Jessica Wright. I yeah. mean, I had a big Jessica Wright this chapter because Edward reads her mind mm-hmm. and like, okay, surprise, surprise, Jessica is quite an insecure teenage girl mm-hmm. and you didn't get that from her everything. <laughs> um, and she's literally just having insecure teenage girl thoughts because she's like, she's trying on this dress and everyone's like oh it looks really good on you and but then she's worried that people are actually lying to her and just saying that so she looks bad and yeah. that i say baby girl who hurt you i mean she has reason it. to like, because fine. mike did pick bella mm-hmm. first and then he's like settled mm-hmm. for her and that is hurtful if she knows yeah. about that and i'm sure that mike has not been the yeah. most subtle so like mm-hmm. fair enough okay. that she's a bit insecure yeah, and it's like, okay, obviously, I don't think Bella would ever tell anyone that something looks nice on them when it actually looks bad on them, because mm-hmm. that's not the kind of girl that Bella is. No. However, Jess has only known Bella for, like, maybe a month at this point. Yeah. Like, she doesn't know her vibe. Yeah. All she knows is that Bella turned up and every boy that she's ever fancied immediately turned onto her, you know? I know. And, like, she's allowed to be. She's just... She's just okay. a little insecure. Also, she's being I, very nice outwardly, you know what I mean? Like, you're allowed yeah. to have your... She's not taking it out on Bella and stuff. And, like, I think no. Edward is not very generous because, like, he no. reads her thoughts and then he's very mm-hmm. selective about them, which is not me reading into the book. It's very yeah. clear that he does that. Like, there's a part where they leave. There's a part where Bella comes back and Angela's like, oh, I wonder she's been. And Jessica's mm-hmm. like, oh, she's late. And then, like, is also concerned about her. And he's like, well, I'm glad that she was also concerned yeah. about her. So, like... Yes. And then I'm like, yeah, but you've just focused on her being like, geez, she's late instead of her concern uh-huh. for her friend, which is explicitly also there. Yeah. Also, I like, I don't really trust Edward's perception of Jess because Jess smiles at Bella because um, Bella is like, oh, I like the blue one more. It brings out your eyes. Mm-hmm. And he says that she's like being really suspicious and smiling at her with false warmth. And I'm like, maybe she is just smiling. Yeah, maybe she's just vibing. Like, we know that Edward thinks he's got this great read on people and he kind of (laughs) doesn't. Oh my god. Can we can we talk about this now? Because this chapter is literally filled with Edward having a breakdown because he can't read Bella's thoughts. It's so weird. He's like, oh my god, my life would be so much easier if I could just read her mind. And I'm like, yeah, and you'd be the creepiest man in the universe. What's wrong with yeah. you? Like, even if he could read her mind, he should not want to read her mind. I know it's so annoying. Oh, I you know. Once again, sorry, listeners. I also hate Edward in this chapter. I do like him ultimately because the the romanticism does a number on me. But ooh, gee whiz, not at the moment. Yeah. No, no. Oh no, this chapter really paints him in a very unforgiving light to me personally. Mm-hmm. Mostly because. Um, the whole breakdown about not being able to read Bella's thoughts and then also because of his reaction to other situations. I know, right. So if you, yeah, we'll get into it. But like outside of the, like the bad stuff and like his intense response to that, which like I'm kind of on board with that, but I'm fine with. It's it's a certain line for me. If you take the, the normal, like the interaction that he has with Bella and her friends, like outside of the intensity, Mm -hmm. if you take that interaction, Mm -hmm. he asks Jess, if he can take Bella home, but Bella has not been asked yeah. at all. And then she's like, uh, mm-hmm. they leave, and she's like, I'm actually like not hungry though. Like, 
that's not me trying to get away from you. I'm just not hungry. And he says, whether or not that was the case, she was going to eat something. Like, okay, who are you, her dad? And like, he's like feeding her Coke and stuff. And I'm just like, no. Yeah, he says something, Edward talks about the dinner date, and he's like, oh, dinner with a girl I fancy, have fun. Uh, Except he doesn't do that, because he's the worst. Mm -hmm. Well, this should be interesting. It seemed like another night entirely when I had imagined bringing Alice along and pretending to choose the same restaurant as Belle and her friends by accident, which would have been so cute. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, I wish that had happened. I know. Um, And now I was here, practically on a date with the girl, only it didn't count, because I wasn't giving her a chance to say no. Let's not edward when you've just saved her from a bunch of men i know being creepy. and he's correct he has not given her a chance to say no so i don't think it counts as a genuine date either but no i don't either i think she has fun yeah this scene i swear to god in both the twilight books the twilight film and also midnight sun always makes me crave coca-cola mm, i know she's like, like gulping it down the way Bella describes drinking a Coke in the original Twilight book, oh my god, it's it's fantastic. Give me that sugar oh, caffeine, also, baby. I love that she has, like, three yeah. glasses of Coke as well. Good for her. Also, um, the fact that she, like, shivers when she drinks it because it's so cold. That's me, baby. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> Too spicy. I get so cold when I drink cold drinks. <laughs> I just, right, I just, I just think that my homeostasis is not the best mm-hmm. because if I drink something hot or something cold, I will instantly be freezing or boiling. <laughs> And I only realised the other day that that's not a thing that's supposed to happen to you because I was talking about it with Katie and she was like, what that's not how bodies work. Are you talking yeah. about? She was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, no, but you know when you like drink something really cold and then you just have to put on a jumper for like ten minutes. She's like, no, no, I do not. <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> Either way, I'm Bella, Bella's me. Nice. Also, I have more evidence for Bella being dyspraxic. Nice. I'll keep bringing that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got lost. Yeah. Bitch, me too. <laughs> she went down the wrong street, fully believing that she'd taken a right turn. It was a I left. Know. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, so Bella's just wandering around, having not gone to the bookstore, because she's angry wow. about... It was a Volvo, right? She sees a Volvo, and she's like, Ugh, I'm annoyed mm-hmm. about my problems. And then she just gets yeah. getting lost, so... She approaches the bookstore, thinks, oh no, everyone's a little bit too cool for me in there. Turns around and <laughs> probably goes in the wrong yeah. direction no thank you goodbye i've been there baby girl <laughs> then it's like oh should i go in because like maybe they've looked through the window and they've seen me but also i don't want to go in because what if they're judging oh my mm. soul edward was so judgy of that girl in the bookstore and i think she sounded cool right? i want to go to the fun new age she vampire bookshop so cool wife where's my backstory about okay. her oh my god right i literally i highlighted and i was like hello <laughs> who are you i need to know your story yeah <laughs> like I was excited to have actual plot this week, which we haven't had the best. Yeah, me too. Like, it wasn't like one conversation. Like, stuff happens. They change yeah. location. They go to different yeah. places. It's not just like, and I sat and right. dreamt of blood, and then I watched her sleep, and it's like, all yeah. right, next. Yeah, it's a bit boring. It's like, I get that you're a vampire, but can you tone it down? Yeah, please. Also, like, I just, ugh, I want to think for the chapter that this could have been, you know, where Edward goes into poor Angelus, and he's like, a bit creepy, but we'll allow it. And then he just, like, invites Alice I know. into the restaurant. What I wish had happened, the way to justify oh. this to me is Alice gets bad vibe ideas, tells Edward, and then Edward yes. goes to Port Angeles. Ideal. Sorted. Yeah, yeah. Then he can show up. Because that's always what I thought had happened in Twilight. Yeah. I was like, how would he know? And I'm like, oh, because Alice told him. Yeah. Which I assume is what that phone call was, right? Because he gets a phone yes, call and I puts it down. Yeah, he did. His his phone buzzes in his pocket, but he doesn't check it. And I'm like, well, that's that. That's that. I know, but if she'd have just done that at home, how fun! And then she'd have been like, cool, let's go for dinner. I'm just gonna add like an extra to 
little sprinkling on top. Mm-hmm. Alice has the vision. Instead of calling Edward, she runs to Port <gasps> Angeles to protect oh, Bella. Yes, so good. She like she like punches Edward's window as soon as she's like drive me to where Bella is, and she's he's like oh god. Then they get there, and Alice like rushes out and saves. And them. then and Alice and Bella fall in love, and it's lovely. Yeah. And Jasper can and, like, die. Maybe she like gets rid of all the creepy dudes. You yeah. Know, in whatever way she pleases. Yeah. Kills them. them. So much. I know. Honestly, in this yeah. chapter, I was like, kill them. Go on. <laughs> oh right. He's like, I couldn't kill her then because I would be good. And I was like, yeah. And then he starts rating the Mm -hmm. scale of, like, bad guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Content warning, this is probably when we're going to talk about the bad stuff. We'll put in the... We're going to talk about the bad stuff. Yeah, we'll put in the description where this ends. Um, Yeah, so basically, Edward rates the scale of rapists that he's encountered. Like, which ones are the worst ones? And it's like, um, okay. Let's not do that. It annoys me. I I think I'll also say is the thing that really, really genuinely irritated me was that he was basically like even when there was this giant sociopath who actually genuinely enjoyed like okay we're gonna get graphic i'm really sorry um this man was peeling the skin off of people genuinely it says that in this book gets gets a bit spooky and graphic in this chapter but yeah so this man enjoyed peeling the skin off men women and children and edward granted him a quick death because torturing him would be too mean however he does want to torture these men for touching his lady and like and like i get being like okay i wanted to murder them but i have no joy in murdering people i just wanted to like kill them fine but being like "Eh." (laughs) Eh." (laughs) Like, yeah right come on it's so annoying oh i just hated it because it's like okay right i'm not being funny like all that's doing is showing that you you don't actually care about these men being bad because he actually doesn't because no. he because i mean that's the thing that makes you real. this chapter makes you realize like edward is not hunting around for horrible creepy men he is just just there because bella's there and if bella wasn't there and if it was some other girl that got attacked he would not care yeah he likely he would literally not. just wouldn't no he just he'd be like oh no how terrible because he even teases bella about this and is like oh haha lol you're the one making the crime rate statistics. Oh, I know. Like, no, actually, the men are the ones doing that because they are. It, it said sp- pretty explicitly that they were out, and the guy Lanny mm-hmm. was specifically <laughs> looking for a girl for them to attack as a group. And then, like, it does this weird, like, moralizing thing where it's like, oh, but the rest of them didn't know what they were there for. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. If your mate says he's gonna go find you a girl that you can all have a bit of fun with, I think you all know what you're there for. Yeah, I know. I don't, like obviously there's different levels like some people have just probably come out of the pub or whatever and are like what is happening here but if you don't intervene you are the problem um it's not a good time exactly they're all like oh my god and they're like oh i'm gonna throw up what i do like is um every time he was like she seems oddly relaxed and then um bella like she watches angela and jess go to the car and he's like oh so she doesn't know of the danger and i'm like yeah bro she's just being a woman this is pretty standard yeah. trying to get away from creeps is pretty normal <laughs> also yeah like i'm not gonna lie if a guy was following me and then suddenly the dude that i was in love with pulled up in a sports car and was like get in i'd be like oh my god yeah. i'm in love with you like from bella's perspective yeah. oh boy i know hello. like bella like, is not super shook up like she's shook up but like this has no. happened before i assume or similar mm-hmm. situations as it has yeah. to sadly also, a lot of people also, Bella's ready to punch them in the face, which is a level of bravery that I quite simply do not have. Oh yeah, good um, for her. <laughs> yeah, really good for her. Like, <laughs> I, I, 
this chapter is just a lot because a lot of it is like Edward having his like weird moral panic and then being like, eh, like bad men are bad, but but I am not bad men because I do not sex. That's his whole thing. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, that's why my stance on this is I don't think you can be like sociopath that peels people. Yeah, not as bad as this dude. And because he, I will say, he very explicitly says that he feels the way that he feels because this man is targeting Bella. Yeah, which I think is a horrible way to look at things. I really don't like the whole remember, like people that get raped, their daughters and mothers too, and blah blah blah. Like you do not, no. I do not care. If you need a connection to a victim to feel any sort of empathy or sympathy for them, or to just feel like, to even be like, oh, that's crap and that shouldn't happen to you, I don't, I don't respect that. No. I'm sorry. Like, I just, I, I simply can't because you're not seeing them as a person, you're seeing them as an accessory to like a man, basically. Yeah, it's gross. And women aren't. Women are people. Surprising. surprising. <laughs> um, so, surprising. That's surprise. Um, but you should just like, yeah. You should just respect people as people, and you should think that no one deserves to be attacked or anything like that. Yeah. Like, so. TLDR, kill him, Edward, you coward. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Cool. Me. All right. Now let's get into the fun stuff. Cool. So. Yeah, if you're just coming back mm-hmm. from the content warning ending, welcome back. That was not a fun welcome five back. or so minutes. Anyway, welcome back. <laughs> We're back onto fun nonsense. Let's go. <laughs> yes, and uh, are you ready for the funnest nonsense? Right. So, Edward pulls up in his car and then there's this bit where he just basically tells her to put on her seatbelt but he says my voice was rough with the hate and blood loss so if you if you will permit me to do an impression oh please oh please (laughs) okay okay i've got to get i've got to get Get in the zone come on come on go in i'm gonna get in real close to my mic Mm -hmm. give me just a second put on your (laughs) seatbelt I'm so sorry if my mic just peaked everyone. That would have been horrible to listen to. <laughs> well, my mic peaked horribly because I got in very close. But... <laughs> Good. Thank you, Lim. I know what we're making an animatic of this week. Oh, we're being very silly. But Once again, last week was too depressing to make animatics of, so we didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry. There is one that I'm going to make. I'm sorry. I've just, look, I've had a busy week. Much love to you all. Um, <laughs> I'm like blowing them kisses like that will appease them. Like, here. Here, listeners, hey, listeners. Have some affection. <laughs> for, my, for my listeners. <laughs> Just a couple of smooches, if you please. Right, they have dinner. Yeah. Let's talk about the waitress. Oh my god, I know. She's so fun. Everyone, everyone is so hot for Edward. I know. Like, so, so hot. She seems Edward. fun. He gives her fifty dollars to move their table, and I'm like, good for her. I know. <laughs> Honestly, this girl is like, she, I mean, she's a bit mean because she's like, what is this man, this perfect man, doing with Bella? Which rude. Yeah. But still, it's but, like, well, he is like is vampire hot. You know what I mean? Like he is like mm. superhumanly attractive. So like, my favorite part mm-hmm. is that he has genuinely forgotten that he's hot because one he thinks he thinks he's a disgusting monster so he thinks everyone's like really afraid of him mm-hmm. um so he's been thinking where he's been baring his teeth at everyone which baby that's called smiling <laughs> he thinks that people have been recoiling in horror and disgust yeah. same with whenever he touches bella's hand but actually people have been like curling back and being like what a handsome gentleman and he's just not noticed <laughs> it's my favorite thing because this waitress is losing her mind the first thing she's like thinks is just my oh my which good for her <laughs> <laughs> my, oh I like to think that she's like so Me too. like ma ma that's a fan slash a pass <laughs> <laughs> being silly. I'm like fanning myself right now. Ooh la la. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm so 
Sorry, I'm gonna take my jumper off, you guys. This works really well on an audio medium, Liv. <laughs> I think our listeners can just imagine it. <laughs> no, they're like Edward Cullen, I'm they will sorry. look away. Oh, thank you guys. That's really nice and respectful of you. <laughs> Edward Collins like it's fine that I read people's minds, but not while they're in a changing mm. room. Then I must leave. Oh. Then it's invasive. Yeah, but then I was thinking this. I don't look at myself when I'm in a changing room. Changing rooms are very unflattering. <laughs> I've been in an H and M changing room. It's oh, the worst thing. Yeah, me. it is grim. My God. Except for you know what? The one exception to changing rooms being horrible places is um, lingerie shops. Oh yeah, Boo Avenue all they the way. Have fancy oh boot avenue has fancy lights and you can go daytime dusk evening yeah. and it's very nice i don't know if you guys have yeah. this in america but you tell us this oh. is our america explain portion but yeah. uh boot avenue yeah, has is. different different lightings for different settings in our mm. change room and it's the best it's such good vibes it's, it's it's so nice it's very lovely i mean it's a good time me and Liv went together and we just stripped off in front of this woman it was good vibes <laughs> Vibes, I will say. I mean, like you know, if you are a possessor of breasts um, and you feel up to it, go get your, go get measured. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. It's an afternoon. <laughs> that make you feel uncomfortable. Then don't. Yeah. But you know, maybe not during a pandemic. Do it yourself. But in the future, go oh, for God. it. <laughs> <laughs> don't go get touched by a stranger in a pandemic. Genuinely lived very briefly in a moment where the pandemic didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Twilight has rotted my brain. Good. That much. That's why we're here, baby. <laughs> it's why we're here, right? Okay, so they're in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. The waitress is like hyperventilating, and Bella is like, "Hey, Edward, like, why do you do that?" And he's like, "Do what?" <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's Edward, mm-hmm. and I honestly, I I I very nearly I didn't because it's in like a box somewhere deep inside my house. But mm-hmm. um, I nearly got my old copy of Twilight out just to read that scene from Bella's perspective. Oh, I know. Oh god, I just love it so much because she is so so in love with him in that mm-hmm. scene, and she's just like, oh my god, this handsome man is buying me several cokes and mushroom ravioli, and I'm just eating garlic bread in front of him, and I just I love it so much. Like, she, she sees him smile and is like, like her, she just turns into a little hot eye emoji, and he just doesn't get it at all, which I think is, I mean, I know it's the whole like Edward is a monster thing, Stupid. but it honestly is really putting me off. Him. I'm like, can you just accept that you're hot? Like, yeah. He's like. I bared my teeth expecting her to recoil away from the monster that I was. And I'm like, <laughs> you just smile. Fam. Unless he's not cre- The exception to this, I will say, is if Edward is... You know when you smile, but you, like, don't do anything with your eyes? Mm-hmm. It's my favourite look to do if I'm particularly exasperated. Um, if he's doing that at everyone and they still think he's hot, then he's special. I know. Legit. Because <laughs> I look quite frankly unhinged when i do that and that's just the reason for it yeah. so. um i just oh man to be a waitress in that restaurant i know how fun i love that it's just called bella italia as well oh my god is it yeah wait is that is that not a restaurant in america i don't know like, that's like a, bella, a like a relatively cheapy chain restaurant here. yeah I love Bella Italia, I have to say. They're, like, pretty decent. They have, like... Yeah, nice, it's like a Frankie and Benny's. It's, like, fantastic. that kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely that kind of vibe. They they play more into the Italy side of it. Like, they'll you'll go in, they have those, like, big jars of pasta and, like, bottles of olive oil everywhere, and they've got, like, old pictures of, like, Italian families and stuff, like, all over the walls. But as far as... We 
we're concerned here in the UK, Bella Italia is a chain restaurant. Yeah, it's um, not fancy. And, although she does say Coke. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like fifty dollars to change your table level yeah. fancy. Also. I'd just like to say, I'm so overwhelmingly jealous that Americans get bread on the table. Oh, God, I know. Bread on the table. Same. How good. Give me carbs. America explained. Why'd you get bread? (laughs) Why can't you give us bread? Like, so here in the UK, you can get, like, bread and oil and vinegar, or, like, bread and butter, basically, like, as a starter. Mm -hmm. You'd have to pay, like, three to four pounds for that. Yeah. Unless it's fancy, fancy. Five dollars, I believe. Yeah, Five dollars. Anyway. Cool, should we go into our like peaks and pits of this chapter? We shall indeed. Would you like to go first? Sure. Um, my pit is all of the creepy stuff uh, that we won't go into yeah. again. Uh, my peak sure. is Bella being cute. I like it. Good for her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my, yeah, you're, same. My, my pit, uh, creepy men, but also Edward's general dislike of Jessica because I don't think she deserves it. My peak, very specifically, is Bella eating a breadstick yeah good for her <laughs> thoughtfully because that is just the most adorable adorable little thing that i can imagine i just she's just such a sweetie pie and i just want to make sure she's safe like i have to keep reminding myself that from bella's perspective that this is a love story yeah. so i can hold on some hope because we'll get there really irritates I know. me <laughs> it just irritates me man i know we got quite a lot of comments on tiktok like gee whiz you hate him and i was like mm, yep yeah. <laughs> oh god did we yeah. i've not checked <laughs> oops <laughs> I'm sorry. If he redeems himself, I will genuinely. I will, I'm willing. To I'm willing to go that. with it. Yeah. He just, <laughs> he just keeps saying things. It's like I don't know. Maybe it's easier to. Well, you know what I was gonna say. Maybe it's easier to connect with if you're an angsty teen. But I'm not being funny. It's not like I have the most amazing self-esteem in the world, and I'm still irritated by him. Yeah. Like, I can't be doing with this whole. I'm a monster. I know. Like, every like, like oh, shut up. <laughs> reckon, record, baby. I know. Anyway. <laughs> cool. So that's our peaks and pit. That was chapter nine, Port Angeles. Thank you so much for listening. Mm. Join us next week for chapter ten, Theory, which exciting. It's where Bella reveals where she got her sources from. I think that's fun. I'm so excited for more Bella content. For sure, it's gonna be great. she's going to be like surprise the werewolves. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah, I love her so much. <laughs> All right, um, and we have a very special announcement. Yeah. Oh. I'm so excited. Um, so we we hit 500 listens. Yeah, it's so exciting. I'm so excited because I guess so. That was actually our Christmas goal. Yeah. Um, so we were not expecting to hit 500 listens by now, and like I'm just so grateful to everyone that's listened. I know it's so exciting. We're just we're just so glad that you enjoy it. We are just so genuinely happy that you guys keep coming back each week um, to listen to us prattle on about. <laughs> quite frankly nonsense i know um, a thousand listens by christmas let's go <laughs> let's go baby um yeah we're gonna do a post like justin bieber did be like stream it in our sleep <laughs> um, go on stream it in your sleep go on put it on put it on like repeat <laughs> all jokes aside we are actually going to do something a little special yeah. um for 500 listens mm-hmm. so i'm going to put up on our instagram um a poll please vote um i mean i guess you could send in your vote via email if you want yeah um our instagram is midnight fun pod on instagram um yeah or tiktok same midnight fun pod or midnight fun pod at gmail.com if you want to message us yeah either way yeah we're putting the call out now answer the call (laughs) so we are going to do a vote um so we have 
a few options for you um what we should do for our 500 listens special mm-hmm. because we're doing a special hell yeah mm-hmm. so uh your three options are a fanfic analysis where katie and i will pick the fan fiction uh-huh. a q a or a blooper reel <laughs> and um, it's up to you guys i'm so Each excited promises to be stupid and hilarious yeah. so either way we just want to give you guys a little treat for being so awesome yeah. and listening. <laughs> we really appreciate you guys. We and do. I'm going to get super soppy. <laughs> no, save soppiness for a thousand. <laughs> oh, Katie's telling me to rain it in. I'm so sorry, you guys. You know, <laughs> I'm the Oscars music playing you off. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. So, uh, anyway, we have been midnight fun. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Midnight fun an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4 Vampire by Summer, neither Katie nor Liv are associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends.